Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about working with professionals to give them the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to have so much fun because it is a one of my favorites, a repeat guest. I love it when my guests have so much information that they um, have to come on the program more than once. And I can already tell you we're going to have her on for another time at least because she has so much great information. And, you know, so please join me in welcoming back to our program today, Jeanette Seibley. Welcome, Jeanette. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. So I you know, look forward to our conversation. You and I can talk for hours. We could, we could. You know, it's it's one of those where it, not only is it just fun chatting with you, but you have so much great information. And, and that's what I love because, of course, that's what we love to provide to our listeners. Yes. So for you. those who don't know you... We don't know why not, but you know. Well, let me go ahead and give your introduction. So, Jeanette, so, Se- uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my name is Jeanette Seibley. I'm a business advisor with over Great. 25 years of experience, and along the way, guided the creation of Three Millionaires. Perfect. I'm also he- the author of five books. The, mm-hmm. the two most recent are "It's Time to Brag," business edition, mm-hmm. and "How to Hire Amazing Employees." Cool. You know, and I love your series of books because it's several about the it's time to brag, and that's part of what we want to talk about today. But you know, most importantly, you have such a commitment to help business professionals learn how to brag and share their businesses successfully. And that's that is what we have talked about in the past is how to brag and do it appropriately, you know, and and but you know, let's let's really take that step back. Why is it so hard for people to brag about themselves and their accomplishments? Well, I think it starts when we're in the womb. Right. (laughs) But to be, you know, I'm just being facetious there, but it starts when we're little kids. Our moms always told us it's wrong to brag. It's not polite. Other people tell us that Mm -hmm. it's egotistical. Mm -hmm. We've had friends say, don't promote yourself. You've got to dumb yourself down. Mm in order to get opportunities. And that's just, that's just BS. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not how people get selected for um, leadership positions. That's mm-hmm. not how you get pay increases. It's not how you close sales. It's not even how you attract opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this quote I saw recently called, it ain't bragging if you've done it. Right. And that's by Walt Whitman. And that is so true because promoting yourself and speaking up is very, very important today. Mm -hmm. And again, if you can't sell yourself, you can't sell your product, your service, your ideas, or your books. Right. You know, one of the things that you talk about in your books is the fact that a big reason why you absolutely have to do this is to set yourself apart from others. Um, you know, and, and, and I love in your, your career edition book, you have the cat that, you know, the cat wants to be like everybody else. And, you know, and, and it's, that really is in a lot of ways how we were brought up to, you know, to, to not be bragging, as you mentioned, to not set yourself apart. But when we're trying to pick who to do business with, we want somebody who has that better 
product or service, you know, and, and, and it's sure we're always going to, you know, on occasion do business with whoever's cheaper, whoever's our friend, you know, all those various things. But we, more importantly, we want to pick the product or service that is right. And if you don't brag about it, how do we know that? Well, and that is so very, very true. Uh, differentiating ourselves is critical. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we've got corporate speak, meaning right. you've got to do the corporate line. We've got uh, MLMs uh, where they're told this is how you sell the product and service. Mm-hmm. And so you have people coming up to you and they're giving all the benefits of their products and we don't even know who the other person is, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, the thing is that even though there's hundreds of people who can sell doing cold calls, mm-hmm. the key here is relationship selling. Mm-hmm. And even in cold calls, they get related very quickly. And in bragging, learning how to brag to sell yourself, you need to be able to get their attention immediately. Right. So when I introduced myself, I said, I'm a business advisor with over 25 years of experience and along the way guided the creation of three millionaires. Mm -hmm. Now, for people who are up to a big game in life and to their business, they want to talk with me further. Right. If they're not, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. When we go to business meetings, when we go to leads groups, we're not looking to, hey, will you be my friend? Mm-hmm. We're looking at, hey, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. Is that something of interest? If so, let's talk another right. time. And if not, that's okay. You know, exactly. and, and I think that's one of the things that people get confused about is the whole, well, everyone is my market. And no, and they they're are. not. You know, it's like holy <laughs> smoke, you know. Everyone may be your market, but not everybody wants to buy from you. <laughs> right. You know, and, and and so it's okay to weed those people out. Yes. You know, whether it's caught whatever whatever the reason is that you're weeding them out, that's perfectly fine. I mean, you don't want to be halfway through the business process or, you know, even more importantly, be working with them and discover, oops, this really was a mistake. It's better just to, you know, stop before it ever gets started. Exactly. And differentiating yourself doesn't need to be difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, if I come up to you and said, hey, Deb, I'm a business coach. I go, okay. Go, oh, my goodness. I know thousands of you. Right. Go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> or if I'm really bored, I might say, well, tell me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then, you, you know, people launch into their benefits of the product or service. And again, you want to differentiate self. One is You've, I don't care how old you are, you've accomplished a lot in life. Right. You're very successful. Again, this dummy down is a disservice to mm-hmm. everyone and anyone. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, again, you know, getting the, in the brag book, it talks about how to go through five steps to really get present to and aware of what you've achieved and then taking from that work and creating a I am statement, um, and and then my background includes statements that mm-hmm. step four and five are critical. Mm-hmm. You're just critical. Right. And when I, you do that, mm-hmm. again, people get your confidence. Mm-hmm. They get who you are. Because remember, just because I'm buying insurance doesn't mean I don't want a relationship with my agent. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean we're going to get together for coffee every week or invite each other over for dinner or go out to a movie together. None of that. Mm-hmm. But if I know who my agent is, I'm more likely to feel comfortable when he or she 
gives me the good news and the bad news Mm -hmm. like that. And so it's important that we sell ourselves first and we can do that very quickly. Mm -hmm. I was recently uh, spoke at a, uh, recently was a speaker and spoke at a chamber meeting and we went through how to brag. We went through the five steps. It was amazing. We then had each person introduce themselves and it was like goosebump time. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, one gentleman had come in and he clearly was not having a good day. <laughs> he was just mm-hmm. Mr. Grumpy. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really cool to see that when he left, he was amazing. Mm-hmm. He was being himself. He was being outgoing. And again, if you're in sales, that's what you need to do. If you're a right. consultant, that's what you need to do. If you're a business owner, that's who you need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's funny. I was uh, giving a, a seminar last week to the, the good folks at Sweetwater Mission, and, and it was a job seminar. And one of the very first slides that I put up says, the product you are selling is you. Yes. And it's always kind of interesting to yes. watch their reaction because most often they do the sit back a bit. You know, the, the eek. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and I tell them, you know, really, you are the product. You are trying to get, convince a potential employer that you are the best product, you know, to, to put it bluntly, that they can hire. You know, and, and so that's why when someone, and, and I love the fact that you have one of the brag books that is specifically for people um, who are in career transition, whether it's new job, you know, uh, promotions, all those various things. But, you know, it, you have to convince them that you're better because, again, it's about setting yourself apart. You know, in the job market especially, they're getting hundreds of applicants. And what makes you at least special enough that they need to bring you in? You know, and, and, and I think that is such a key point there, Deb, because what they do to set themselves apart is they use what I call fluffy words. Right. So fluffy they, they words go through and like, they I'm find an those expert. words that are the key words that everybody's yep. saying. Mm-hmm. I'm an expert. I'm enthusiastic. I'm a team player. Mm-hmm. And everybody uses those words. There's nothing there that differentiates you. Right. from everybody else applying for the job mm-hmm. or wanting to close the sale. Mm-hmm. There's, there's nothing there. And when people use the word dedicated, well, who said you weren't? Right. Use the word loyal. Of integrity. Mm-hmm. So who said you weren't? Mm-hmm. That's immediately what happens is for a lot of people, skepticism mm-hmm. kicks in. So instead of saying that I'm an expert, say, like I've said, is 25 years of experience, mm-hmm. right? That is saying the same thing, but it's quantifying it. Right. And that's right. the secret sauce. Mm-hmm. Quantify your results. Numbers, numbers, numbers. You know, that's what, and, important. and I tell people, you know, maybe the number isn't big enough. You know, maybe it's five of, you know, a hundred or, you know, whatever. Then use a percentage. Exactly. You know, it was 50% or, you know, whatever it is. But again, you know, don't make them hunt to find it. You know, and and so tell them that, and and really, when you're looking for a job, I mean, you that probably is one of you know the the, the biggest times where you absolutely have to brag about yourself. And, and it's funny because you know I've had people, especially at my seminars, that have said you know, and and you know I I live in the Bible Belt. You know, let's just be honest about this. And they say, but you know, we're we're told that you know we that's that's mm-hmm. not the you know, and 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 I tell them, yeah, but you were also you know taught to let your light shine. 
And, and it's funny, I always get this reaction of, oh my, from them. <laughs> I love and, it. <laughs> and I tell them, again, it's not that you're, you know, you're telling the truth. It's exactly what you said before, you're telling the truth. And that's what's so important about it. Well, and there's a couple of key points in what you're saying, and I love what you're saying um, and what you're doing. It's helping people to shine their light, and it's mm-hmm. helping them to do it in a business-savvy manner. Right. And too often, and I read this on Facebook, I think it was last year, there was this posting that said, you know, if you're a really good person and you're really kind and you only talk really nicely about everybody, that other people will brag for you or you know, <laughs> Can I go enough? Rarely works. <laughs> People today are too self-focused. Right. <laughs> it's like if, and they also have this thought that if you get it, then I can't have mm-hmm. it. Right. Right. Like there's enough for everybody, but you've got to get out there and be willing and able to to look for it. Mm-hmm. That's, well, yeah. and you know, it's it's <laughs> nice when they back you up. You know, that's what referrals are for. That's what recommendations are for, you know, all those various things. But yeah, we can't expect someone else to do our job for us, you know, and and even if they have said, oh my gosh, you have to hire Jeanette Sibley. She is the greatest business coach in the world. If you yourself can't prove it, then I'm not going to hire you. Exactly. If I don't, there's no numbers in there Mm -hmm. and the numbers just graciously and succinctly tell you, oh, she has had results. Right. It's interesting, though, because some of our listeners may say, oh, well, I just go plug some numbers in and I'm all set. And it's like, "Mm, no, it's kind of like reading the title of a book and then you flip it over and read the back cover to find out what the book is and you Mm -hmm. think, no. Right. You have to read the book. And you have no clue. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I was reading a book recently like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? And I'm an avid reader. So Mm -hmm. I was like, wow. And the key here is, is there's five steps. And if you actually do the work, you do the exercises, it opens up naturally within you a confidence you weren't even aware of having. Mm -hmm. And for many people, that's the key. Right. You know, and, and what's important to note is this is for anybody who is working and or volunteering. I mean, you know, yes. these, these things also yes. work there. So really there's no age range. You know, you can't tell me, well, I'm retired. You know, no, you know, this is for everyone, whether it's to get that new job, get that new client or customer, you know, get that promotion. You know, maybe you, you know, speaking of volunteering, you know, maybe you want to chair that event. Well, Show me and tell me why. You know, not just, well, I've been a dedicated volunteer. Uh, Okay. Well, there's five other dedicated volunteers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that does not make me feel good if I'm looking for a leader. Mm -hmm. That doesn't tell me that you can take a group of people and move them forward. Right. Because you didn't say, you know, I've led hundreds of groups and Mm -hmm. we've created unprecedented results. Again, there's no numbers in that. That doesn't say anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But if I say, you know, I've been leading groups since I was 16, and um, we've been a- given awards out of five of those groups, mm-hmm. those, you know, right there, it's like, oh, all right. of a sudden, there's a different listening. People mm-hmm. are listening to you different. They're relating to you differently. And all you did was get real mm-hmm. right. about what you've done, get present to 
what you've accomplished. And I think that's the big key here, Deb, is that so many of us are just in auto, auto mode. Mm-hmm. And we're not present to what we're actually doing and achieving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, back in 2009, I had done 13 rewire your career events. And mm-hmm. out of the 13, nine of them were standing room only. Wow. And there was a young man. In See, one that's of a brag. Yay. Yes, it was. And there was a young man in one of them who was 16. I mean, mm-hmm. he told me what his age was. And he goes, I've not done anything. Because he was, you know, giving them the worksheet. Right. And he's thinking he's 16. And mm-hmm. I went over and I said, well, let's relook at that. I said, mm-hmm. um, have you mowed people's lawns? Have you helped a friend with work? You mm-hmm. know, or have you helped them with their homework? Have you uh, helped prevent suicide? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, there's so many things today that teenagers could do. Right. And so I went back up to the front of the room and he raises his hand again. I'm going, oh, no. <laughs> He still can't do it. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he must have read what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Paper, I need more. <laughs> so Perfect. Point, once we get started writing and we mm-hmm. get out of our head and we're writing it down on paper, I mean, we can just fill up sheets of paper. And it, the cool thing is, Dub, it makes you feel better about yourself and right. what done. And mm-hmm. you, know, you and I can keep saying that and saying that, but until somebody has actually experienced that, it's hard to get. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what? And I think this might really be important for people who may be having those little career or, or personal crises, you know, the I'm not worthy type of things. And, yes. and you know, we kind of joke about that, but uh, it, it is so true. You know, maybe things aren't going the way you want then sit down and figure out the good things. And, you know, and even if you're not looking for another job or, you know, a, a, you know, a, a promotion or whatever, think about those things that you have done. And some of them will be personal. I mean, you know, we've, I've talked numerous times fairly recently with my guests about what the definition of success is. And of course, it's different for every single person. But, you know, it's not always monetary. It's not always, you know, all these various things. It could be that you successfully raised four children who went to college, you know, or four children who, you know, grew up and graduated from high school. I mean, you know, sometimes that's a big accomplishment, you know, or, or you, you know, helped one of your kids right. work through a, um, a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I mean, it can be anything and mm-hmm. everything and it's all important because right. all of that help make you make you mm-hmm. the strong, amazing person that you are today. Right. Now, one of the things that I'm always curious about when we talk about things like this is, do you see a difference between men and women? You know, and, and anecdotally, I'm going to say there is because little boys really were brought up to, to run around going, we're number one, I'm number one. <laughs> and little girls were taught, go sit in the corner and play with your dolls. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, granted, that's from a baby boomer perspective. And, you know, millennials are different and, you know, all those various things. But do you see that in general, there is a difference between men and women? Personally, um the the book was originally designed to help women. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of women who are business owners, who are sales reps, um, do the nice approach. Mm-hmm. They they don't brag, and then they're concerned that they didn't get the award or they didn't get the contract. Mm-hmm. And when I say that in a group of men and women, men go, "But we need that too." Right. 
So I guess from my perspective, I would say that it's important for both Mm -hmm. men and women to be able to learn how to brag and to be able to do it in a business savvy manner. While some people might say, well, it's easier for men, I don't know that it really is because as you pointed out, our millennials, our Gen X, our Gen Z Mm -hmm. that's coming into the workforce today are less concerned about gender differences. Right. Um, they, they're more socially conscious. Mm-hmm. Again, learning how to brag in a business-savvy manner is important because it helps people get on board with you. Mm-hmm. So if you have a 501c3 and you're trying to, and I use that word try deliberately because if people know me say, eh, she used the word try. <laughs> so if they're not bragging, it's very hard for them to attract other people to want to work with them mm-hmm. because people want to work with winners. Right. They want to know that if we're going to be part of the Habitat for Humanity or to work with the crisis in Puerto Rico or Houston or wherever, right, mm-hmm. due to the hurricanes, that this person has some experience in doing that because mm-hmm. there's so many people out there vying for our money, vying for our time. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's very, very important. Yeah. And I recently had a conversation with someone about the millennials and, and the, you know, the, the demographics where in school they were given ribbons for participation Yes. And and there was not a first, second, third, fourth, you know, all those various things. And, and I just, now I'm not a parent. That just is abhorrent to me because when in real life, you know, once you're an adult and having to earn money, all those various things, you don't get a participation ribbon. You know, you get ahead in life by being first, second, third, you know, first is, is you know, really what you want, but it is a competition, you know, and, and I always loved it when, you know, the parents would say, well, we don't know who won at the soccer game because they played for fun. And you ask the kids and they're like, we did, we scored four goals. <laughs> <laughs> the kids kept track. And, but you know, we did, as you know, as you were saying, we had that whole generation where they were in essence taught that everyone was the same. It was great that you all participated. And it's funny because I'm waving my arms as, as I'm saying this, you know, and, and, and there really were no winners and no losers. <laughs> Well, in real life, as you know, um, only a certain percentage are going to win the contract. Mm-hmm. Only one person's going to win the sale for a particular item. Only one uh, insurance agent's going to get your business. Right. I mean, it is a competition. It's mm-hmm. just that's just the reality of um, the kind of you know economy that we mm-hmm. work in. Right. You know, and and it's funny because we just had the Olympics, you know, several weeks ago, and they got gold, silver, and bronze medals. And I always love the people that are like, well, the silver medals are the worst, (laughs) you know, because you you were, you were second best, you know, and, and, but they didn't give medals for participation. Now, it really was something that forever they will be able to say, I was an Olympic athlete. Yes. You know, that really, but that is an accomplishment itself. I mean, they had to win to get there. They put in a lot of hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. work, a lot of hard work, a lot of practice to get to where they're at, mm-hmm. that they could compete like that. Right. And my hat goes off to them. Oh, it really, really does. I know. And, you know, I can't wait to watch the Paralympics, but, you know, now I'm going to digress yes. onto something else. But, you know, it is something that 
I think maybe some people struggle with is that word brag, because I think we have almost a negative kind of, you know, that's not a good word. But you know, so how do you get past that to say, no, no, there's, and there is obviously bad bragging. There is, there are the people that, yes. you know, look at me, I'm the greatest thing in the world, you know, and you're like, no, um, there's, and maybe it's <laughs> the difference between authentic and inauthentic or whatever, but, but why is brag an okay word? Well, bragging is an okay word. Again, substitute self-promotion, mm-hmm. substitute selling yourself, substitute, you know, if you get hungry enough, you're going to learn how to do that in right. order to find a job or keep the job you have. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere along the line, you got to get over it. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like people have the same negative attitude towards sales. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Salespeople do make a difference in the economy. Right. Mm-hmm. On cold sales. And hello, we are I mean, all I selling. That earlier in mm-hmm. this conversation, they're still number one in getting the sales done. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think people have gone more towards relationship selling. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, that's important. Um, but a cold, someone doing cold sales can be just as effective. Mm-hmm. So it really demand, depends on your mindset. Right. Are you willing to get real? about what you've accomplished? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to get real about what you've done and be able to share it? Mm-hmm. I remember a woman sharing this with me years ago and she had worked with her team. They had gone through some real ups and downs to get a product launch on time and within budget. And so they were just geeked, right? Mm-hmm. And they had this company meeting and they were supposed to, they thought, be acknowledged for what they had done. I mean, mm-hmm. it was really cool. And so you can imagine their shock and disappointment when the president of the company invites the, their boss up. Oh. And the boss says nothing about them. Right. Not one word. 100% of the credit. Exactly. And so the woman waited until they were one-on-one. And, he, and she said, why didn't you mention me and the team? And his comment was, someday you'll learn how to brag. Mm-hmm. Now, in my opinion, that's not good bragging. No. Bragging is acknowledging others, but it's also acknowledging yourself. Mm-hmm. And acknowledging the team, in my, my opinion, is really, really important. Right. Because everybody, regardless of how you perceive their contribution to be, was is important because mm-hmm. without them, it wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And again, when you get done with a team project, sit down and write out your brag statements as a group, mm-hmm. individually. You know, a lot of times, and I love this because a lot of times people think our bosses should just know everything we've done. Same with our customers. Mm-hmm. They should know all that we've done for them. And I have had several clients come, you know, call on their coaching call, tell me, goes, they go, Jeanette, I've got somebody, a client that looks like they're straying, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're looking and all they see are your invoices, right? They don't know everything that you've done. Mm-hmm. So I said, instead of doing a brag on you, do it on what you've done for that company. Mm-hmm. And again, follow the same five steps. And then when it's done, share it with them. Mm-hmm. And in nine, ch- in nine times out of 10, they will stay because they weren't aware of everything. Right. And it's the same with your boss. They're not aware of everything that you've done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what makes you a good employee. Mm-hmm. I mean, if your boss has to micromanage you, then that's not good either. 
Right. In order to get the job done. They, they want to promote people. They want to give pay increases to people who can showcase their leadership abilities and share that at appropriate times. Well, and even more importantly, they might not understand it. And heaven forbid yes. that they ask, you know, and, and because yes. they don't want to admit that they don't understand it. So part of bragging, and, and you mentioned this in your books, is the fact that you have to sometimes explain to people what it is that you do. You know, I had a client meeting uh, yesterday with someone, and I'm, you know, talking about using social media to promote their their business. And he doesn't use social media at all. So, you know, and, and, but he didn't really want to say, I, I, you know, he, he kind of said, I don't understand, but you know, he kind of danced around it a little bit. So I had to go a couple steps back to, to explain it even more. And then even, you know, and, and then he said, will you show me numbers? And I said, yes, you know, we can show you that, you know, that this has happened and that has happened and, you know, all these various things. And because he recognized the importance of numbers, but yeah, sometimes people just don't understand what it is. And, and, and I love it when it's always a, because you made it look too easy. You know, so they didn't understand that it took you 12 hours or 15 days or, you know, whatever it is, because it did look so easy. You know, you just, there it was, you know, and, and, and the task was accomplished. So you have to explain to people that you did that and, and what it really took to do it. Exactly. So let's talk, you know, more about uh, some of these things. So what are the four truths about bragging? Well, the first truth is you can't sell yourself. If you can't sell, let me restate restate that. What are the four truths? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) If you can't sell yourself, there we go, you won't build immediate credibility. Mm -hmm. People today have very short attention spans. Right. Like they're not listening to you. They're thinking of something else or they're busy watching the room. Even your boss isn't necessarily (laughs) listening to you, right? So again, you only have a very short window, maybe 15 seconds if you're lucky to grab their attention. And Mm -hmm. using a brag statement is much more likely to get their attention and then depending on how you uh, share from that point on, keep their attention. The second point is no one's going to do it for you. And as I mentioned earlier, uh, you need to be able to differentiate yourself and share it. You can Mm -hmm. others to do that. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is customer and clients buy based on your confidence. Mm -hmm. And I know as a salesperson myself, as a consultant, as a business owner, we don't come in highly confident each and every day, right? That's just Mm -hmm. not how we're. We just have bad days. Designed as human beings. Mm -hmm. And so in the book, in in chapter 14, I actually give um, readers in the business uh, edition, actually give readers pointers Mm -hmm. on how to keep their confidence level up on those days. Mm -hmm. And when you come in with confidence, people don't start questioning you on things that other, otherwise they might mm-hmm. like, okay, are you sure you can deliver or, well, let me check on this. Let me go, you know, look at that. There's usually some skepticism in there. And again, if you're, if you're consistent, you share similar stories, the same mm-hmm. stories, it really makes a difference. And then number four, uh, we just talked about uh, bosses and customers don't know what you've done for them. Mm-hmm. And bosses love to promote qualified employees and customers like to work with qualified people. And in order to be qualified, you need to be able to brag and do it authentically and Mm -hmm. do it truthfully. 
the worst thing that can happen is you go in and say, oh, I've done hundreds of these and come to find out you haven't done any. Right. That it's like a client once said is nothing is worse than hiring a liar. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. And hiring could be, um, so it could be where you've actually on somebody's payroll, mm-hmm. but it can also be where you're coming in as a consultant or a sales rep. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and especially, you know, if it's something that people can research and find out that always just, you know, when we hear about, you know, so-and-so was hired and, you know, and, and they said they were graduate of say Harvard. And then upon checking, it was discovered they didn't even attend Harvard. Okay. You know, don't lie with something people can find out. I, you know, that just that boggles my mind. It does, but we have a lot of people that do that. I right. mean, I remember a woman ages ago who had, um, and she was a high-level uh, executive who had lied about ha- having a college degree. Mm-hmm. And if she hadn't lied, she would have gotten the position. Right. But she lied about the degree. It didn't take away from her experience. But because of the lie, mm-hmm. she didn't get the job solely based on that. Right. Because if you've lied once, where else are you lying, right? Right. Yeah, because then everything else becomes suspect. Yeah, so we want to be careful in our brag statements that we're not embellishing, that we're actually stating facts. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, one fact for me that I love to share is that I'm also a hiring um, uh, have over almost 40 years of hiring and firing experience. And I've worked with clients and helping them reduce turnover. So Mm -hmm. one example is a steel company where I took them from 100% turnover down to zero. Wow. Or a hospitality property management company that went from 125% down to 25%. Mm -hmm. Those are real numbers. Mm -hmm. Those are numbers that were given to me by the client. Right. Right. And so if someone calls them, they will back it up 100%. If they remember, correct. Right. <laughs> you know, That's the other piece. Sometimes you got to remind people. Uh, well, and Remember, people today are self-focused, so they may and, not remember and we the have numbers, the attention but they span do of a remember. Nap, yeah. All those things. remember that you did help them. Right. Uh, it, when I was in Colorado, I uh, was a volunteer for an organization, and we needed a new executive director. So, you know, we were going through the process of interviewing, you know, like you would. And we called one of his references. Now, this, now my, this was a person applying for an executive director position. We called one of his references, and the guy said, I don't know who you're talking about. It was the strangest thing in the world. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really scary. Well, I've had that happen. Uh, it's rare. Right. Um, and same thing. You know, it it's happened. Like, yeah, somebody <laughs> lying about you know, a, a college degree. It didn't matter what else that man said. And we actually went back to him and asked for clarification because we thought maybe he'd given the wrong name, wrong phone number. I mean, you know, we knew that we were talking to Bob Smith at, you know, that phone number he'd given us, but we gave him a chance. And he said, oh no, I, you know, I worked with it. And so that was just really weird because he was pretty emphatic that he had worked with that guy. So we actually, what we surmised was there was something else that was there. And, but it really did, it didn't matter how, how, the rest of the interview went, he was done. You know, we, exactly. he, you know, and, and so it, you know, what are, when somebody checks out, you know, what you're saying, they need to find out the same information, you know, and, and as you were saying, you know, don't take credit for something else. You know, that's, you know, that, that team member or team leader who forgets that he had, you know, 20 people working with him, you know, all those various things, because it will come back and bite you. You know, maybe you took a hundred percent credit, 
And then they ask you to do something like that again and you realize, oh, I can't do that. <laughs> so it's just, it's, it's all about the truth, folks. As a business advisor, if I start, if somebody says, well, how have you helped companies? And they say, well, I help you with anything and everything. That's not being truthful. Right. My focus is people management. Mm-hmm. Um, you're hiring, you're firing, you're coaching, you're managing, right. you're training. That's my focus. And I have almost 40 years of experience helping companies from both sides of the desk. So mm-hmm. I've been at, in there as, a, uh, as, the, as an HR person, mm-hmm. as a manager. I've been on the other side of the desk as somebody who's seeking employment. And I've been even on another side of the desk as a consultant mm-hmm. and sometimes as a, a contract employee. So I've seen things from a people management perspective and has, have resolved some very tough issues. Right. And, and those are key. Now, some people might say, well, what about confidentiality? Well, that does exist. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't tell prospective clients everything I've done. Right. That's breaking confidentiality. So it's important that you also be aware of that because if you break confidentiality with somebody and you think, oh, it won't matter, in their mind, they're wondering what you will say about them. Right. You know, and, and that's very important. You know, I, I mentioned I was doing a, a job seminar last week. One of the people said that the company that she currently works for, everything she does is proprietary. And I said, okay, well, it is great to be able to give work samples, work examples. And I said, but clearly you can't, but you can still use statements to say, you know, you decrease the budget by 20% yes. or, you know, all those various things. And, you know, military is another good example. You know, if I told you what I did, I'd have to kill you. Well, but you still were, you know, the, the, the leader, you know, whatever it was, you know, maybe you were a logistics person. So you manage shipping and receiving and, you know, all these things. You can still talk about what you did without giving specifics. And, and I shouldn't say talk. You should brag about what you did without giving specifics. <laughs> well, and that's important. I think that's very important because it's, you can be general and yet specific enough about a particular topic, right? not the company, not the person, not the industry to help. Mm-hmm. And, and keep in mind, unless you have every single client listed on LinkedIn, nobody's going to know. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and for some people, um, actually listing all your clients, again, may be a breach of confidentiality. Mm-hmm. So it's something to be careful about. Who are you bragging about on your own behalf? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's important. Now, here's a mistake that I <clears throat> have made myself, Oops. and that's assuming that people oh, yes. know. And, you know, I remember this was, you know, back when I was in Colorado and, and attending a networking meeting, and we met, I think, every month. You know, and, and you got up and you gave your 30-second spiel, and, you know, like those networking groups do, and then, and then, and then, and then you went around and talked about a challenge that you were having. So it was kind of a mastermind networking group type of, of hybrid. And I remember this person stood up and said that she had a new product that she was offering. And she was, you know, having a great deal of difficulty because she needed to send out press releases and she didn't know who to work with. And, you know, she, and, and she tried it herself and failed and, you know, all these various things. And I, you know, raised my little hand and I said, well, public relations is what I do. And she looked at me and said, really? <laughs> yeah. And I thought, oh, 
bad, bad person. I mean, I just, and, and I realized right there, it wasn't her fault. It was my fault that she didn't know exactly. that, that was what I did. But I assumed that because I said, well, I have wise women communications and we are a full service agency, that she knew what that meant. And it comes back to that knowledge thing. You know, what is a full service agency? <laughs> she didn't. Well, a lot of people don't know. I had right. that happen in mm-hmm. an event in January. I was talking with 60 women. Mm-hmm all in business, all amazing. I was just like wowed by them. And one woman shared about her company and, you know, I did a little coaching with her to get Mm -hmm. her brag statements fine-tuned. When she walked out of there, she had two new appointments that she wouldn't have had otherwise. Wow. And what they said was just what you said. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you did that. Right. So when we try to get cutesy, Mm -hmm. we try to use big words or use the fluffy stuff. Guess what? People don't understand. And they're not going to ask because they don't want to appear dumb or to be quite honest, they're not listening. I mean, one of the the fallacies of being human is that we're not the best listeners in the world. Right. So it's important. (laughs) It's important that we say it in such a way and are able to repeat ourselves each time Mm -hmm. such that other people can repeat it themselves. Right. I, one of the groups that I belong to here in, in Georgia, one of the things that we did one time was we had to go around and give the person next to us, we had to give their 32nd or minute or whatever it was. And that was really hard. And we were all very embarrassed because virtually none of us could do it. And, and actually that was a teaching and a learning moment that clearly we weren't paying attention. And these were people that, again, we met with every single month they just, you know, and so it was, it was kind of both, you know, clearly they hadn't made the impressions on us that it was memorable enough for us to remember, but we also hadn't paid attention. And, and it happens all the time in mm-hmm. leads groups. And again, it's every time I stand up in my leads group, I give the same introduction that I'm mm-hmm. a business advisor with over 25 years of experience. And along the way, guided the creation of three millionaires. And I bet each person in there can probably <laughs> say the same thing by now because they've heard it, you know, 24 times, right? So, and that doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to remember that. So Mm -hmm. then I get into more specific examples that may fit into what's going on in the world today. Or, you know, my favorite, current favorite one is, you know, unemployment is at a record low of 17%. Mm -hmm. Record low. This is nationwide. Mm -hmm. And I said, there's so many opportunities out there for people today. And what when people leave for new jobs, guess what they cite as the number one reason? It's not to pursue a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't like their boss. Right. They have a bad boss. Mm-hmm. And so then I shifted into... How, if you know of somebody who needs some help, and, and I use the words kick in the butt mm-hmm. or a soft, gentle re-engineering of their communication skills, their decision-making skills, their project management skills, their leadership skills, introduce me. Right. However, so you've got, you can't just say the statement and you're done. The statement is to get your attention mm-hmm. like, oh, this is somebody I need to talk with. Or, mm, no, I really don't have the need for that. That's fine, right? right? And you do your pleasantries, you find out more about them, and then and then move on. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and again, it's like we yeah. said at the start. Yes, I exactly. want to work with her. And, no, I don't. You have to be able to support it. Mm-hmm. You can't just leave a statement and then forget all your numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
People do that. It's like, oh, but they they launch back into I'm a kind, dedicated team member and I've worked with tech teams and I've done this and I've done that. And it's like, that means nothing. Because anybody could say it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And when you said your statement again, one of the things that struck me was it's a brief, memorable statement. You know, you explain further later on, but you don't have so much in that first sentence that you've passed out by the time you finish saying it. Exactly. You know, and, and that's, I think that's critical too, is people try to cram too much in there. I've done this and this and this and this and this, and then I can help your business. And and I'm thinking, what was their name? <laughs> exactly. And my, my rule of thumb is 20 words or less. Ah. If I can't get your attention in 20 words or less, it's either on me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm still using fluffy words or I'm not being authentic. Mm-hmm. I remember a guy one time telling me he was um, an engineer in something. And so, you know, being the kind-hearted person I am when it comes to people looking for jobs, I was trying to give him ideas and he kept saying, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 that's not it. No, 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 that's not it. And I said, I, I don't understand. You said you were looking for engineering jobs. Mm-hmm. And he finally said, well, I'm just looking to estimate projects. Aha. I said, well, that's a, it's a big difference. He goes, right. well, I didn't, want to, I didn't want to sound less than qualified. Mm-hmm. I said, by you going through what you did, you disqualified yourself. Right. Because you can't talk straight. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to talk straight. Mm-hmm. And then you need to pause. So you gave your 20, 20 word or less intro. Mm-hmm. You wait. Let it sink in. Mm -hmm. And let them ask you, tell me more about that. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not really interested. Okay, good. Because anything you say after that, if they don't say, tell me more, is like talking to air. Mm -hmm. It's like talking to a wall. They are not listening. Mm -hmm. And most people don't need that kind of practice. (laughs) And and why waste, again, why waste time? Exactly. Time is money, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in the sales world, and most of us are in sales. We're selling books or products or services or ideas or mm-hmm. whatever. We're in a sales world, and time is money. Now, that doesn't mean you don't build relationships. It doesn't mean you're not being kind. Right. It means you're being focused mm-hmm. on what do I need to walk out of this event with and have it, um, have it be valuable. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, follow up and follow through is also very important. Most people are terrible at that. Oh, oh I know. You know, and, oh. and, and <clears throat> I, I fall under that realm on occasion. And, you know, and it's funny, I've discovered that I have to make more and more notes to myself. But that's, that's not a bad thing. You know, sometimes we do have to do that. And yes. so, you know, that's, that's okay. That's not saying there's anything wrong with me. It's just I don't always remember these things. Exactly. That's what supports my brag statement is because I follow up, I follow through, mm-hmm. my materials I send out are quality. Uh, I keep my emails very short and to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what then reinforces what I've said. Right. And that's what people are looking for is consistency. Mm-hmm. I'm not sending them to my website. You know, that's another um, issue that a lot of people have. Well, if you want to know more about that, go to my website. And I'm looking, I'm like, huh, why would I want to do that right. when you cannot answer what I consider to be a simple question? Mm-hmm. 
Well, and I was just thinking about people who pitch to be a guest on this radio program. You know, we have a form that they fill out. If, you know, if I've never heard of them now, you know, you'd been a guest before, so I knew, you know, and, and, but if I don't know the person, I want them to fill out the form. And if they just tell me, go to my website for more information or open this one page flyer, no. I don't have time for it. You know, I, I have my form set up so that I can look at it and quickly determine, is this a good guest or not a good guest? And it comes back to a lot of what we've been saying. If they can't follow those simple instructions, then I'm, I'm thinking they can't follow anything, you know. And, and sell themselves. Right, right. You know, because, and, and, you know, whether you like it or not, on radio shows, we're selling ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you it's can't important. tell me what your five talking points are without saying, go to my website, no. You know, I, I don't want to have to dig and find. Or or to be determined. Right. <laughs> that's like, what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's always a fun thing. But yeah, short, sweet, but full of content, which is tricky. You know, that, that is the hard part. And so we've got about 10 minutes left. And I really want to talk more about your books because, you know, you have a, a several different versions of the book it's time to brag that you'll know, go towards each specific person but there's great exercises in there to help you learn how to do that because part of it is you know if we've got somebody's attention well good golly we want to tell them everything under the sun and as we've said now you know <laughs> be short be sweet but give them the information that they need right so the uh it's time to brag career edition is designed mm-hmm. for employees mm-hmm people in a career transition for students, mm-hmm. uh, for people wanting to go from one career to another, but it's basically more for employees. Right. It talks about the five steps to brag and how to do it. So this mm-hmm. isn't just conceptual. This is experiential. You actually need to do the exercises mm-hmm. and you will have a breakthrough. I remember one time a woman I had attended three of my Rewire Your Career events back in 2009, the ones I had mentioned earlier in this show, and she cried through every one of them. Oh. And it's like, but she'd been unemployed for 18 months. Mm -hmm. She was concerned about how am I going to pay my bills, how am I going to be able to feed my kids, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And what happened is within two weeks, she was reemployed. Now, we all like to think, oh, you know, a fairy tale ending. No. She didn't like the job. Mm. So she used the brag work. She mm-hmm. went back through the exercises, refined, redid her mm-hmm. brag statements and her supporting uh, statements, and within 30 days had a better job with a better paycheck. Right. So that's the career addition. And mm-hmm. I've had a lot of people who've been unemployed for a period of time. That's the only thing they did differently mm-hmm. was learn how to brag and did so. And got the job. Right. Well, now and the other book is, is in the URL on that is time to the numeric to mm-hmm. time to brag.com. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to Amazon or you can go to Barnes and Noble. They also have the book. Mm-hmm. The other book is it's time to brag business edition. Mm-hmm. This is for consultants, for authors, for business owners, executives, salespeople, account reps, customer service, anyone that does upselling and cross selling. What you're doing is getting clear about who you are mm-hmm. and your expertise to be delivering this product or service. Or for startups and authors, it may be for pitching. Uh, again, you want to use the same uh, idea of mm-hmm. quantifying things and sharing them such that people are left wowed. Mm-hmm. 
I got to get that book. I remember a woman um, who was trying to sell her book and was going to do the usual ho-hum approach. And uh, her book's called, and I'm going to give her a little plug here. Her book is called The Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. And um, so I said to her, I said, how many, do you actually like dragons? She goes, oh, I love them. I've got 30 of them. Mm-hmm. I said, well, that's a great place to start. Right. And so she did, and she wowed the audience because she got clear mm-hmm. about this wasn't about reciting things. This was about being authentic and sharing the book. Mm-hmm. And the um, author of that book is Natalie Vanderwerken. Mm-hmm. So if you want a really good read for young teens and mm. about how to take responsibility, that's a good one. Right. Again, I just bragged for her. Mm-hmm. But she had also done an amazing job of in, a, in just a few minutes learning how to brag. And then I said to her, in order for this to continue working for you, you need to do the exercises. Mm-hmm. Because like anything, you want to get inside of you and look at what is it that I'm afraid to share? What is it that I'm not clear about what I'm saying and get the clarity? Mm-hmm. It makes all the difference in the world. That book is available at biz, B-I-Z, mm-hmm. biz savvy, um, brag, Dot com. Nice. You know, and, and again, it is about giving that concrete information. You know, just saying, I'm an Amazon bestseller. Well, you know what? A lot of people are Amazon bestsellers. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's, there's a, a lot of those I books mean, that are. Yeah, you know, if, if you have all your friends buy the book at midnight, <laughs> and, and Amazon actually computes it every hour. So, yeah, and, they, and they're actually getting away from some of that, which is a good thing. Right. Because everybody cheated. You know, they, they yeah, went they at like did. one o'clock in the morning and, <laughs> and everybody bought copies of their book. But yeah, so, but if you say, I, you know, I, I still, you know, the people that say, I was on the New York Times bestseller list for 10 weeks. Okay. Now that's a number that you can bite into. Um, exactly. But, you know, and, and so again, it's, but, you know, you have to be able to prove it, you know, all of those various things. But it really is, it's, it's about setting yourself apart, letting people know why you're better. You know, and, and folks, that's not a bad thing. You know, we, we want to work with better. <laughs> you know, I don't do. want to work with average or mediocre. <laughs> I mean, I want to work with not better. And, I want to work with the best. And the reason why we want to work with better is because we want to be better. Right. We want to be better human beings. We want to be better sales reps. We want to be business, better business owners, hire better employees, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Get more likes on social media, whatever. Mm-hmm. And again, it requires hiring people and working with people that are not afraid to self-promote mm-hmm. or brag. Right. Remember, it ain't bragging if you've if done it's, it. Yep. It's not bragging if Walt it's Whitman. true. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I mean, think of it, you know, you mentioned insurance before. Would you buy insurance from the person who said, well, I sell insurance like everybody else. So my product's the same as everybody else. No. <laughs> you know, I'm already bored. Right. I'm like, no. okay, whatever. You know, and, 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 and I want some, I want somebody who's going to work on my behalf. Right. Now I'm a good, I'm a good person to insure. So that's not the issue. Yeah. And a lot of people can't say that. But I want somebody who's going to work on my behalf to make sure that I'm getting the best coverage for the price. Mm-hmm. And I have well, one of those. Right. I mean, yes, me too. I love my insurance person. Yes. Uh, but, but he has differentiated himself because, and, and part of that is we need to review what you've got, you know, all these various things because yeah, everybody, you know, insurance is for the most part, 
kind of the same and, you know, all those various things. But yeah, what makes it better? What makes it different? You know, why should I spend the extra hundred dollars, you know, to, to have that product, you know, and, and all those various things. And what I have found with my insurance broker is that I actually saved about a hundred. Mm. So it's, again, it's mm. one of those situations that if she just says, I'm an insurance broker, everyone goes ho-hum. Right. You know, is a, a woman um, that is in my book and, and she's mentioned and I talked with her recently and uh, she's a uh, broker for roofing. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember a story where she sit, goes up to people and says, I'm a broker for roofing. That's all she says, right? right. And people just go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't even well, know Well, when that she means. changed that to a brag statement mm-hmm. where in 26 years, her company's been responsible for 200,000 roofs. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa, this woman right. knows what she's talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. And a true story is um, I was talking with a woman who was in the mortgage business. And I said, I got to have you hear this. I got to hear. <laughs> I mm-hmm. got to have you. You know, it's mm-hmm. like one of those, got to have you listen to this, this person. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting because I said, now do the, the before the brag. Now do the brag. And she mm-hmm. did. And what was amazing is the woman goes, I've got two leads for you. Mm-hmm. They're hot. Right. She looks at me and she goes, you know, I've had those leads for a couple of days. I didn't know what to do with them. Mm. Now, you can't tell me she didn't know other roofers, right? right. Mm-hmm. It just didn't trigger within her mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got something to share. Right. Because of her depth of experience. Now, she didn't say I have depth of experience. She didn't say I'm expert. All she said is in 26 years, my company's been responsible for 200,000 roofs. Mm-hmm. Right. So she bragged. Well, and even if I don't need a roof, I'm probably going to ask her more about that. You exactly. Know? And, and so then that might help me later on to either refer her to someone or yes. go, oh my gosh, I need to call you because my roof just blew off. Um, exactly. But, you know, and some of it, it comes back to, and you know, we, we only have like a minute left, so we really can't get into this, knowing who your target market is. You know, if you're, if you're talking to people, you know, the roofing is, is a great example. Maybe you're talking to a bunch of people who rent. Okay. They don't care about a roof because it's taken care of by somebody else. Exactly. But yeah, knowing all of that and, and, and then sometimes you have to, not sometimes, you know, often you have to change your statement a little bit to match who it is that you're talking to. Always, always. What? Jeanette, oh my gosh, we have like a minute left. So, and you know, this, this is one of those where obviously we'll have you on again because you have such great information, but you know, in, in a sentence, (laughs) tell people, tell us your brag. Why do people want to connect with you and how do they find you online? So my name is Jeanette Sibley. I'm a business advisor with over 25 years of experience and along the way guided the creation of three millionaires. If you're up to a big game, you need to improve your sales. You need to improve your hiring. You need to improve, period. Um, and you want somebody to help you, guide you through that process, give me a call. For those looking for the book, It's Time to Brag Career Edition, go to time2brag.com. For those of you who are looking for It's Time to Brag Business Edition, go to bizsavvybrag.com. Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer, having an absolutely wonderful time once again talking with Jeanette Sibley. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real-life stories and techniques 
to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.